Welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets. My name is Lisa Beyer and I'll be your host. Today's guest is Kathy Hackle. In this episode, it was originally recorded for my class I taught at University of Florida. Kathy is the author of Marketing New Realities, where she blends her areas of expertise when it comes to public relations, augmented reality, virtual reality, and mixed reality. So she gives us a crash course on everything we need to know today and tomorrow when it comes to AR, VR, and MR. Welcome, Kathy, and enjoy the episode. Kathy? Yes, I'm here. Hi. I had to go ahead and start it immediately because it was going to cancel it out if we didn't start no like, within five minutes. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, good. So we're live. Um, how's everybody doing today? So Kathy, thanks so much for being our guest for the cl- my class at University of Florida. It's a graduate class and it's intro to social media. And mm-hmm. we are on our final stretch of the summer semester. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd end on the perfect note and trend of AR, VR, augmented reality, and virtual reality. And Kathy is our guest today, and she's also the author of Marketing New Realities, which is required reading this week. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Lisa. And thanks, you know, hi to everyone. Yeah. So um, tell us about what's happening in the world of augmented and virtual reality and what What do social media, if you're in the social media marketing world, what do we need to know? You are the expert. (laughs) Well, just a lot going on. If you look at any of the social media companies, whether it's Snapchat or Facebook, they're all investing heavily in virtual reality and augmented reality and what comes next. Um, So as social media, as you know, social media professionals or future social media professionals, it's important to kind of stay on top of what they're doing on their roadmap. Um, right. So, for example, Snapchat's betting very heavily on augmented reality. Uh, you know, they consider themselves a camera company now. So they, they're kind of going into what's called camera marketing and augmented reality is going to be a big part of that uh, part of, com- of camera marketing. And then Facebook, you know, they've got Oculus. Um, you know, they I think it was three billion dollars that they paid for Oculus. And they're also doing a lot of work in the augmented reality uh, side. So one of the latest things that they've uh, unveiled in the news feed is augmented reality ads, where you're actually able to try on glasses in augmented reality or, or et cetera. So it's, it's, um, it's evolving and it's changing and it's moving really fast. It's, uh, it, it totally is. I mean, even from a year ago, things have changed and keep moving so, uh, Kathy, tell us a little bit about your background, because um, I know you're like me. We both come from the PR world and then kind of transitioned. So let the class know, like, how you ended up in virtual reality and augmented reality in the space. Yeah, definitely. So I was a journalist uh, way back in the day, and I transitioned over to PR and social media um, about 10 years ago, actually. And uh, I was working in PR and social media, doing a lot of work. I mean, that's like way back in the day with social media. But um, I got really involved in live video. So I was kind of one of the first people on Periscope, very involved with that. And then through through what I was doing there, um, I got introduced to virtual reality. I mean, I had heard about it, but I hadn't experienced it. And that was about three years ago. And ever since I had my first VR experience, I said, this is the next, this is the future of storytelling this is the next iteration of what's coming um, and I need to be a part of it. So I pivoted really hard and transitioned into the VR air industry 
in, you know, I did gain some technical skills along the way to be able to do what I'm doing. Uh, but it's it's been an interesting, um, you know, it's been interesting to kind of bridge the VR, AR industry with the marketing industry and kind of bring them together. So I'm actually working right now on a chapter for a friend's book um, on uh, how VR and AR are impacting social media. So, oh, wow. So can you yeah. give us some insights on what that chapter is going to include? Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, we're, as we move towards what was called spatial computing, so that's where you're able to engage with technology in your surroundings. So um, as we move towards that, our use of social media is going to change from, you know, flat screens and the, what I call the rectangles in our hands and in in our walls to actually engaging with content in our real world. So that from a social media perspective is going to change the way we do business and the way we connect as well. So it's changing what I say, it's changing the future of content and the future of connection. Interesting. So one of um, one of my students is actually um, she's a meteorologist and oh, she's yeah. Yeah, taking um, these couple years and she's getting her master's in social media. So it just made me think of like, you know, watching, you know, watching the news and watching the weather, how mm -hmm. that could actually like virtual reality could like actually like put you in into that immersive experience versus just watching mm -hmm. it kind of, you know, right now it's more than flat, but it. I mean, that could be yeah. one application, right? Definitely. And I think, you know, the Weather Channel um, is doing an amazing job of em embracing immersive technology. They call it mixed reality, and they work with the Future Group out of Norway. Uh, but they're doing a great job of bringing mixed reality into the studio and having and showing the audience, uh, you know, making the, what I call the, un the in intangible tangible. So making it easy for people to understand a concept. So instead of having someone say it's, you know, this, uh, you know, uh, a category four um, hurricane has winds of this type, they actually show what the damage, what the damage can be done. And, and it's, it's very visual. And I think people get it a, a lot more. So it's very exciting. Um, and also, if you look from a, even let's go, go beyond weather. If you look, for example, at everything that was done during the World Cup with augmented reality, mixed reality holograms. And I had been talking about this for a while. Like I knew the World Cups wouldn't be one of those places where they were going to do they're going to put a lot of money and effort into these new technologies. Um, you know, they had, there was a, a, a TV station in Holland that was able to hologram, and it was pretty good hologram, of one of the players that was still in Russia. So he's sitting there, like, in his, you know, in his comfortable, in his, like, in sandals and everything, being interviewed on, you know, in studio while he's in Russia, and, you know, the people are in Belgium. So if you look at companies, like, there's a company called Vizert, V-I-Z-R-T. Um, they, they've been doing holographic content, I mean, way back. They're the ones that did the holograms in like the 2016, what was it? 2016? No, 2012 elections. I remember, but back then there was some holograms on CNN that a lot of people didn't really like. Um, but they've been doing a lot of really interesting work. So, um, oh, my computer's about to die. So, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been really interesting to watch, uh, you know, kind of TV embrace this these new technologies. There's even really simple examples um, like NBC, NBC's left field. If you Google that, they're mm -hmm. using virtual reality to make, to bring stories to life. So um, in one of the stories, which was about passwords, you know, that's a really boring story to tell on television, right? It's going to be, you know, shots of, of keyboards and computers, et cetera. Right. Um, they use virtual reality to kind of, 
get inside the story and i wish i could show showcase show exactly what i'm looking, talking about but maybe i can share some links with you lisa and you can share that yeah. with folks so oh, that they that can get inspired and see how it's being used that would be yeah that would be great if you could share those links so what are yeah. um some other you know for example you know at f8 facebook 8 developer conference that just happened in may mark zuckerberg mm -hmm. made another round of announcements on top of what happened, you know, what he announced last year with Facebook spaces and augmented reality. So can you share some just simple ways of some, if we wanted to just experiment with what's happening right now and accessible right now and what you see might be even more accessible in six months that we should be preparing for? Yeah, definitely. So I'll start with, you know, low, ha low hanging fruit. What's out there right now that you can start cutting your teeth with? Um, there's Snapchat Lens Studio, which anyone can download, and they can start creating their own lenses and filters and 3D animations, and you do not need to know how to code. So that's available to anyone here, especially in, in if you're already doing social media, download it. It could be something really interesting for your client, right? So that's one. And then Facebook has Facebook's AR Studio, which is a little bit more complex than Lens Studio, but still uh, you can play around with it and kind of get a, you know get, get to know what's going on. Um, one of the things I really enjoy about Facebook is 3D posts. So they have a partnership with, with Sketchfab. So now you can actually get your, you know, 3D assets, let's say, or files from Sketchfab and pull them into the Facebook timeline and you'll have a 3D, you know, a 3D post. Eventually, these 3D posts are going to go into augmented reality. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, you can also create your own 3D posts and 3D art if you are, if you have an Oculus Rift and you're able to do Quill, what they, it's kind of their, their artistic program app within within virtual reality. So that's fun. So those are really low hanging fruit. Um, if you wanna go a little bit step further, Amazon has something called Amazon Sumerian, also that anyone can use and you can create VR and art content. It's a little bit harder um, in all honesty than I think, you know, Snap, Facebook, then you've got Amazon Sumerian. Um, so definitely those are tools that people can start getting acquainted with right now. So if we wanted to, um, if I wanted to give the students an assignment with um, creating the 3D posts on Facebook, they are, they've all created their own Facebook pages for their personal brand. So what would, what would be the steps for them to, to be able to do that? Or maybe we can give me a link to. Um, yeah, to I mean, I, I think the easy, do they all have Snapchat? Because that might be the easiest assignment would be to I'm have sure. them yeah. create their own filter or their own lens mm -hmm. or something. Okay, great. That might be the easiest one because, yeah, 3D posts can get a little complicated because they might need a Rift or they might need to buy something out of Sketchfab. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, great. And what about, yeah. um, I mean, you know, just an easier version, uh, just 360 video and 360 images that, yeah. you know, right, you know, taking a panoramic picture using your iPhone, um, you know, you can definitely upload that and then all of a sudden, you know, you're in the 360 world, which mm -hmm. is super simple and very underutilized i'd say right now yeah, right completely definitely you know if you go to facebook you have the option of doing 360 photos um you know so that's really easy to do so i do it all the time when i go to anywhere really um 360 photos 360 video you will need a camera um but that's still fun you know and you can go, you can go live in 360 just like you were going live you can go in live live in 360 so that's been used a lot you know in the entertainment industry or like award shows or what have you. So, um, you know, that's easy. So another assignment could be like do a 360 fo photo of, you know, what have you. And, and the 360 photos now have audio as well on Facebook. So you can kind of include the audio, let's see, over a concert or something. So 
Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And how about Facebook spaces? When will we be able to create our own avatar? I know if we have um, certain equipment, we can, but when do you think it'll be a little bit more accessible to? Whew, that's a good question because people, have thought, I think when the Oculus Go, which is the $200 headset came out, um, mm-hmm. people were going to be like, oh, Facebook spaces is going to run on this. And the reality is that you still need a really good graphics card to run Facebook spaces. Mm-hmm. So the Oculus Go doesn't um, accommodate for that. So I still, you know, we still need to wait a little bit longer for that. Um, yeah, if you want to do spaces, you have to have the Rift and you have to have, you know, VR ready PC with a good graphics card, you know, nine, 980 and, and up. So so it's really going to depend probably in the next couple of years, you know, as, as you know, as the chips like NVIDIA is about to unveil some amazing, you know, graphics cards and chips. So um, it'll, you know, the price will go down for sure. But it's exciting. You know, it's, I, you can currently customize your avatar spaces and kind of uh, make it fun you know so uh, a friend and I were joking about how the jobs of the future one of them but one of them is going to be like avatar stylist um, oh, right. to help you customize your avatar right so maybe you can share some videos with us of um, you and Facebook spaces with your avatar that would be great definitely, definitely. Everybody a visual of what you would look like as your avatar in Facebook spaces and you can and the avatars them. have gotten better the avatars have gotten better so you can tell definitely tell the difference from the first ones to the ones you can actually customize now. So, right, right, and um, you can check out. I'll put links, everybody. And if you, if, if anybody's watching live, please feel free to put some questions in the comments for Kathy. That's you know she's here; she can answer them, or you could put them later, and we can come back and answer them. But you, we can still. Um, I'll put links to Facebook Spaces. You can still just at least go to that URL and check it out without having to have a headset or anything like that. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> okay, good. Yay. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just talking about some. So the, the assignment of your book that I, I couldn't assign the whole book because it's a lot, yeah. but everybody has the book if they want to read it. So um, basically it was um, the future. So brand engagement and mm-hmm. also um, section five, like novelty versus necessity and the next dimension and just your conclusion. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't get to to um oh what i was asking you before you went we lost you was um just to give us some samples so you're working for your here which Mm -hmm. is a a company specializing in immersive realities and ar vr mixed reality business application and so what are some of the examples that you are here has has been working on or has worked on that would be you know examples that we could highlight yeah definitely uh maybe not so much for social media but for practical application. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the ones that helped Porsche get started with augmented reality. So we created their first proof of concept for um, with the Microsoft HoloLens for mixed reality, where you're able to see a Porsche and kind of start designing it. And then we ported that into, into iOS uh, with uh, Apple's AR kit when it launched. So, um, you know, basically, and basically what it was is you were able to pull in, uh, you know, different type, different model of Porsche, and place it in your reality and customize the color and the inside and everything. So it's, it was a proof of concept that kind of merged, that kind of came into it, it became a marketing, uh, you know, opportunity. Right. So, so very could, exciting. You could, you could basically build a Porsche mm-hmm. through the app. Yeah, through, exactly. Yeah, the 3D app or yeah, like app. It, would, it would get placed in your reality and you can customize the color and you could customize the, you know, what type of leather, you know, you want it in the inside, what color, that sort of thing. So. Um, it was originally created uh, as a way for high income folks that, um, you know, if, for example, you are someone that's a very a high earner and you want to get a Porsche that's customized to your liking. 
it normally would take somewhere about two days in a dealership to do so. Right. So these right. people yeah. don't have two days, really. You right. know, you know, you would yeah. think they would, but they don't. <laughs> uh, but so the reason they created this was to kind of make it easier for them when they go into the dealership to do this process of customizing their Porsche and make it faster. So, you know, if you're actually able to visualize it, you don't have to go through, you know, books with sw with swaths of like fabric. We're actually able to see the Porsche, see what it would look like in, in the best, you know, closest representation you can to the to the real to reality. It speeds up the process. So that's kind of the initial reason why this project got started. Yeah, and I thought that was a really cool project. And then mm -hmm. there's also all of these um, types of applications, like especially for nonprofits, that mm -hmm. really show the the empathy, you know, bring in the empathy side. So can you speak to that a little bit? Definitely. Uh, in, in, in all honesty, I'm kind of a, a fan of using the word compassion instead of empathy. A hundred percent in all honesty, um, because I feel that empathy just makes me feel bad for someone. Mm -hmm. Compassion actually <laughs> makes me want to do something about it. Right. Right. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, so I, I mean, we use the word empathy in the in that you know in the VR AR industry all the time, but you know it's been proven and it's been done several times. It's been proven by nonprofits that um, you know if you put the headset on the, for example, there was a, in the United Nations they had clouds over Cedra, which is a three sixty um, you know experience where people are transported to um, Syria. And they follow Cedra, uh, who's a 12-year-old who's now in a refugee camp. So uh, they, show, they showed that at the UN at one of their meetings. And the reaction afterwards was, you know, just a lot of, um, you know, awareness and reality bringing this to the forefront. Like, wow, you know, I was there. Like, I saw what Syria is becoming. I saw the conditions in this refugee camp. And um, it creates this kind of connection. It becomes, it, it makes it real in some ways. So it's taking, it's able to transport you somewhere you, you haven't been. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it creates the sense uh, of presence that the word is presence the sense of presence in something that you might have not cared about before. So for me personally, um, when I had that first VR experience, it was confinement by the guardian, which puts you in a six by nine solitary confinement cell where prisoners spend about 90% of their time. So I would say, I mean, literally, Within three to four minutes, I was completely claustrophobic, took the headset off, and I said, wow, like, it made me feel something that I hadn't felt before. So, um, so yeah, it's, very, it's powerful. very powerful technology. Yeah. Uh, another example that I love is just, you know, is VR, the new press kit. So with journalists, and if you're in the PR industry and you're trying to pitch a story, you know, rather than sending the press kit, now you might send the head headset or bring the journalists into, you know, really feeling and understanding whether it's the product, the service, the story, so that he, he or she feels like they're actually immersed within it and can really mm -hmm. understand it and write about it and share it. Yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, I'm actually personally working on a first world first for the PR industry, which I'm really excited about that we're going to be launching at um, PR, the PRSA's international conference. Ooh, can so, you give us any hints? Uh, there might be some holograms involved. Ooh, okay. So, we'll yeah, see. Wait, we'll when, see. When will that be? Uh, October 7th uh, okay. in Austin. So it'll be very exciting. I can't really share too much because I'm working with the client right now to kind of release that. But it'll be, um, it'll be the next iteration of a lot of the ways we do PR. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. 
Okay, so, so follow Kathy Hackle on Twitter because that's where probably the news will be breaking. And, and connect on LinkedIn as well, guys. Connect and, on LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn, um, Twitter. And I'll be teaching this class in the fall, so we'll be following along and watching for that breaking news. But for those of you that are finishing this class, still continue this journey and follow Kathy through this, um, I mean, just what's happened in the past 12 months. You know, each conference that you speak at, it's building and building and building on what this is really meaning to really, you know, the consumer, business to business, social media, nonprofits, um, yeah. education. I mean, it's just every industry, you know, can really be impacted. Yeah, every, yeah. every industry is going to get touched by this. Every, I mean, if you think about it, and let's get away from the novelty of how cool it is. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the next computing platform. This is the, 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 the and, and to all of you guys that are listening and you're doing social media, um, if, if this is the time to get into the virtual reality and augmented reality industry, you know, if people would have told folks, brands, you know, mobile is the next hot thing. Many, many, maybe co many companies back in the day were like, oh no, that's never going to happen. Right? No, the VR and AR is the next computing platform. The next way we will engage with technology. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things you've heard me say is that. The reality is that content is shifting, content is expanding beyond content that is flat and 2D. That's, you know, it's, it's still 2D flat, 2D flat content will still be there, but it's expanding beyond the 2D content that is 360, 3D holographic and augmented. <clears throat> so it's a really exciting time for anyone in social media marketing, content marketing uh, to really come on board this industry. Definitely. So just one, um, one last question. So if, if somebody wanted to continue the education in AR, VR, what are some sources besides, you know, you're a great source, but association sources, publications that we can follow? Definitely. So, uh, you know, definitely connect with me. I'm kind of one of those people is always like sharing all this information out, trying to make sense of it. So uh, that's one. Um, definitely a couple of books that are coming out. Uh, my second book is going to be coming out in the fall as well. It's called Augment Your Marketing. It's purely focused on augmented reality, mixed reality, and marketing. So content marketing, social media marketing, you name it. Um, and then, you know, if, you, if you're looking for free resources, you know, uh, read what, you know, follow, upload VR, VR Voice, VR Scout. They're always covering the industry. And there's also uh, in Coursera, there's an Introduction to Augmented Reality free course uh, from Google. So oh, if that's something that people are interested in, you know, that's a free course that it's available to anyone. And you know what? I should have asked this question in the beginning, but yeah. can you, you're really good at kind of dumbing this down. So the difference between AR, VR, and MR. Yeah. So and very simple. Um, this is the easiest way I found the way to, to explain it. So virtual reality creates new worlds. And what I mean by that is that when you put on a headset, you're not in your current, you're in the real world. You're transported to a different world that could be a 360 video, that could be a CGI, virtual environment. Uh, it could be many different things in the headset, but it's a, it's a new world, let's say, separate from your world. And it is fully immersive. When you look up and down to the sides, you're able to see this new world. And depending on the hardware you have, you're able to walk around it. Okay, so virtual reality creates new worlds. Augmented reality adds to your world. Simplest example, Pokemon Go or Snapchat, you pull up your phone, you open up the app, uh, you play some, you know, you, all of a sudden there's a Pokemon, there's Pikachu right in front of you. Uh, so that's a digital element that's overlaid over the real world, adding to your world, right? Same thing with Snapchat. You pull up the phone and you have a lens 
and all of a sudden, you know, you're vomiting rainbows. Same thing. That's not really <laughs> happening. That can't really happen. But you're adding to your world. You're adding this layer to your world. And then mixed reality is kind of a step further. And there's a lot of discussion as to what it means and what it, you know, you know, mixed, Microsoft uses it in their branding for their products. Uh, but mixed reality, the way I see it is when these um, virtual and augmented elements in your real world, uh, you're actually able to interact with them. And they're able to map your space and they're able to know what's around them. So, um, so holograms yeah. would be holograms are mixed reality. Yeah, holograms are mixed reality. But for example, if I pull up my phone right now and, and I play Pokemon Go, Pikachu's going to be there, but Pikachu doesn't know there's a table there or Pikachu doesn't know there's a chair there, right? Or my counter's there, what have right. you. Yeah. Uh, but in mixed reality, the technology does spatial mapping and it maps your surroundings. And Pikachu knows that he can't stand there because there's a table or that he needs to stand on top of the table. So um, so the kind of it's kind of that next iteration in how you're able to engage with this, you know, these virtual and augmented reality elements. That's awesome. So one really cool thing that's happening to me that might be happening to me is I applied to um, be part of this beta group that's going to be teaching um, meditation or yoga through virtual reality. Oh, so that's exciting. Sacred oh, wow. VR. Mm -hmm. um, so I applied and I just got word yesterday that they want to talk to me. So I don't know if it'll actually happen, but that would be so cool if I could be part of this beta group to teach meditation and yoga through virtual reality. Awesome. If you need me to put in a good word, oh, well, we, yes. you know, I'd be happy to. No, it's, so. it's the, 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 you know, the, the technology is extremely useful, um, you know, with postpart with um, post uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. It's proven to help people, even the opioid crisis. They're mm -hmm. starting to use it now to treat um, addicts, uh, mm -hmm. you know, burn victims. When they're changing their uh, bandages, they would have put he the headset on and be transported to a winter wonderland. And it does two things. It distracts the person. And it also, because it is a cold environment, it tricks your brain into feeling a little bit colder than it really is. Mm -hmm. So th there's a lot of amazing applications for this technology that are world-changing and that are, you know, truly helpful. And I think it's fair to say that um, the users are more advanced than the businesses actually, you know, putting it out there. So we're now expecting these virtual, I just went to the um, Salvador Dali Museum mm -hmm. over the weekend and they had the whole virtual reality experience. So it's not yeah. anything new to go somewhere and there's a virtual reality experience there. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, the public is like, yeah, we have virtual reality. Yeah. I think I think consumers are starting to really enjoy it, but right now it's still at the point back in the you know let's say in the '90s where people had to go to arcades mm -hmm. to play Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. We're still there where you have to go somewhere to actually use this technology because you know most people don't have you know a super you know a VR ready PC at home or they're not going to buy a Vive and set up you know well, all the space that they need. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're still at that stage where you have to go, it's called location-based entertainment, where you go to a location to be entertained using these technologies, mm -hmm. right? Um, but that's, you know, slowly going to shift towards more consumer and eventually we're all going to have these things at home and they're going to be super high quality. So. Yeah. And what I, wanna, what I understand, so the sacred VR that I'm going to be possibly combining, so they're part of Altspace VR. Where, oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So um, you can actually experience it without having to have a headset. You could do it mm -hmm. through your any computer, Mac or yeah. PC. It's not the exact same, but you can at least get a feel for it. So I'll put that link in there too to mm -hmm. experience these different um, events that are happening on that platform. Yeah. 
Awesome. How would you describe Altspace VR? It's it's called social VR. Uh, social, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's where you're able to go into virtual reality. So it's more more often than not you're an avatar of something. Mm -hmm. You could be any avatar really, and um, and you're able to engage with different people that could be all around the world in virtual reality. So it's actually really fun. I mean, I always enjoy myself when I do social VR. Um, and you'll see, you know, Facebook's doing going to be pushing social VR as well quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, great. So we've just named a bunch of sources where we can just jump right in and um, experiment with social VR, um, AR VR. Um, I'm going to actually also share that video from Microsoft um, that we mm -hmm. saw last year when you were speaking at yeah. Orlando, um, which is really cool. So Kathy, thank you so much. We will continue to follow your path on the AR VR world and pioneering all of this. And we I really appreciate your time. But um, any other last words of wisdom before we sign off? Uh, just keep your eyes on Adobe as well and what they're doing. Uh, you know, I think most of the people here doing, you know, that are doing social media or marketing have Adobe in their ecosystem already. And they're putting a lot of effort and money into augmented reality as well. So, you know, there's, there, there's a little bit of interesting, interesting things down the line. So, yeah. And I also think look into events. Kathy, you share a bunch of events that are happening. Yeah different speaking events. So if, if you have a local one near you, because our students are pretty much spread everywhere, they're mm -hmm. not just in Gainesville. We have California, we have DC, yeah. we have um, Austin. So if there's a local AR VR event, go check it out. Mm -hmm. um, just keep learning, right? Yeah, I'm actually keynoting Orlando IX in uh, in about three weeks, two weeks. Uh, so that's really exciting. And uh, that's, you know, pretty close. So yeah, so I'm going to try to go to that if you're near Orlando, and that's something you want to um, try to attend. I'm sure they have student type discounts. Um, let us know and we can try to help you out with that. So Kathy, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group, a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to get a free chapter of Social PR Secrets, go to socialprsecrets.com free.